It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. And without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. Welcome to this week's podcast here at the Charterhouse Real Estate Office. They have not moved yet next to the... Um. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you, Mark. Yeah. This is so great. Okay. I got an email from... Oh, who the hell was it? Oh, no. Okay. This is what happened. Fantastic start here, by this the way. This is what happened. This is so podcast-like. That's Nick, by the way. Nick's here. Hi, this is Nick. Um. So, it was the father... I'm not going to get too specific here. Okay. But I'm going to give him a shout out because he I know he's listening. Anonymity is important. The father of a member of the Iowa State Athletic Department. Okay. Yeah. Came up and introduced himself to me on Saturday. And he he doesn't live around here, but he follows Iowa State through Cyclone Fanatic. Mm-hmm. He likes the everything that we do. Big fan of the podcast, of course. Smart guy. He... One of the first things he says to me is how he was in Ankeny and he just randomly saw the Charter House sign. Yeah. And he had to turn around basically to to see the massage parlor. He had to see if we were telling the truth. Yeah. On the sketch massage parlor. It's there, my friend. It's there. We would not lie. Speaking of shout outs, I've got to I've got to give a shout out to uh to to Bill Beck today. I promised I would. I Who's was, that? Uh, he's he's a fan. fan. Oh, nice. Him and his wife, fan of the show. But uh, I was waiting for Seton to uh, go pee-pee at the game last Saturday in the end zone club. To urinate? Yeah, and I was standing outside, and someone said, Mark. And I turned around, and it was these fans of the podcast. And she said, give my husband a shout-out. And I said, I'll do that. Do you ever not want to take your kids to the game? Uh, I kind of like it. It yeah. gets him off his iPad for four hours and uh, a little bonding time. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't ever have to do that, but I was wondering if how kids. Well, you, do games. I, I don't go to the game for my job. Yeah, you you do that. So, well, um, Seton's also old enough to understand what's going on. You're not going to take Duke. No. To a game. Oh no, hell no. You're babysitting then still. Hollis has no interest in sports whatsoever. So, so Bill Beck, there's your shout out. Thanks for listening. Um, we also learned this week. I got to look this up. Um, that our forecast count is off. Did you see that? No. Our uh, our forecast historian, I want to actually pull this up. So I uh, this is big news if this is accurate. I'm giving you accurate info here. Got to go to the notifications. Talking much? Oh, here we go. Um, Adam, is it Koch or Catch? Do we know? We should know. He's our biggest fan. I don't know, but I like. Let's I like, call him the Catch Man. I like the sound of Catch. 
Catch man. Well, it is the catch man at the, oh, ca- I, the catch man. I think we should go with catch. Catch man. Uh, here he says, um, at Fawcast, f- fun fact, the numbering of episodes is off by one. Starting with 182, the interview with Dixon Jensen was 182. So the uh, one on August 10th this year should really be 183. Now, can we confirm here? Hashtag whoops, hashtag uh, blame gray is what it says. Definitely. Well, I would like to know, because I'm pretty anal about this stuff. I don't want to completely just throw them under the bus. Would that have been one that Stansberry posted? I have no idea, but this guy has literally gone back and listened to all of them and counted them along the way. So I'm going to give him credit for being correct. Who's to, who's to blame? And, and part of it is, what's he counting? It, was he counting the special episodes? The uh, the the Gosh interview was that a forecast? <laughs> is, is that, I is still that, can't believe you did. That. Is that counted or not counted? You know, <laughs> that was well received crime drama. Is what that was. That was that was nice uh, to be uh, the. I mean, just Noreen Gosh just coming in here to the. How did you explain who you were? Like, I'm this real estate agent. <laughs> I just said we do this We do this podcast and people listen, and uh, I happen to know a lot about your story, which I did. I think she probably thought, what's going on? But then when we were talking, she's like, oh, wait, he actually does know some, I, of, the, I won't some lie, of the players. I never listened to that. Well, you missed I'm, out, I my am, friend. It is literally my job to know everything that goes on to this website and the brand, and I never listened I, to the I Noreen think, Gosh. I, you weren't there? No, no I couldn't. Gray. Gray I, and I did it because okay. she came in when I was doing radio. So Gray was the engineer that day. It was it was fascinating stuff. I think you'd like it. I think you'd really like it. You should go back and dig that one up. Oh, I think I'll be okay. The other thing that happened this week with the old tweeter um, was I don't. When does something officially go viral? I don't think this is the case here. But at what point is something viral? Do we have an agreed upon definition? Well, I mean, I mean when, when you're it hits ESPN, when it hits ESPN, that's when you're good to go. All right. Well, I had the closest thing through the Fawcast Twitter account that we've ever had, and it was, I was watching the, uh, watching college football last week and saw the worst targeting call of all time. Posted that on Twitter. Yeah. Just, just a short video yeah. of the targeting call. The tweet said, "This was called targeting." Poor ejected. That was it. Thought you know, fifteen people might find this interesting or the, whatever. The catchman might enjoy it. The catchman would definitely enjoy it. So on this video itself, it tracks views here. This video that I posted has 66,000 uh, views, which blows my mind. 66,000 views, 206, that, re- 206 retweets, three, 532 likes. If you want to get like more followers, that's the type of stuff you should be doing. Yeah, but what, but but my question is like, like what do video? you mean that type of stuff? Like, like there was no way to know that this would attract attention. No, but, like, that's more, no offense, that's more interesting than you saying, like, oh, great game today. I agree with that. But did you have the express written consent of NCAA? I did not. We'll probably get a cease and desist (laughs) soon. Take down. I can't believe I haven't gotten one of those for those T-shirts we put out yet. Why would you? Those aren't copyrighted phrases, are they? No. And we didn't use the word cyclone. We just used our CF logo, so it's not. Those are great, by the way. What, the, the shirts? shirts? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Who who comes up with that? Was it you or Me. someone else? Yeah, I usually do. There's a guy, uh, Mike, who he he designs them yeah. and prints them. He's out of Perry. Um, and we often will text back and forth like yeah. ideas. But I just, I've always wanted to mock the public yeah. reprimand. 
So this was a good option. You know how you can do. do you guys can go and buy them, by the way. I don't think you need a, approval for this. It's kind of like because uh, it falls under the category maybe of satire, um, caricature, whatever. But if you wanted to, could you do a T-shirt of um, a caricature, a cartoon version of Dana Holgerson, maybe in a diaper, uh, squirting some tears, sucking on a pacifier? Could you do something like that? I think you could. Probably. Now, he, someone I say that's his likeness. You can't use that. But I think you can in certain ways do that. Can, it's we, like, can we make sure that has Ernie McCracken hair? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that the guy that's from... It's a Kingpin reference Kingpin, there. Yeah, yeah, I actually knew that one. Uh, wow. I'm well shocked. Done. Yeah, I actually knew that one. Yeah, I don't know if you could do that or not. I really don't. But they're so stupid about... Like, I have one guy I'd be like, hey, you should make Brocktober... Um, shirts and sell them and give the money to Brock's favorite charity. The NCAA would not let you do that. Well, NCAA is terrible. Like they, they would come down on you in a heartbeat. We all agree that the NCAA is uh, a nightmare, um, including fining Iowa State twenty five grand. That was the Big Twelve, not the NCAA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. But I, take, I take back everything I said about the NCAA. What are your thoughts on that fine? By the way, I think it's ridiculous. But just the people I've talked to at Iowa, like, they didn't fine Iowa State because the fans charged the field. Yeah. They said that Iowa State didn't follow its protocol to get, like, West Virginia off, and I understand that that's a bunch of hogwash. But there's there were no West Virginia players injured. There no, they no, were off the field in, like, 90 seconds. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot about nothing. They charged the field against TCU last year, and, I mean, according to Pollard's release, did the exact same thing. Yeah. And they didn't get fined. Part of the problem with the way the stadium is set up is for the players to leave the field, the visiting players to leave the field, they walk right past the student section. Correct. That's not ideal. No. I don't know how they avoid that. You know, If we get good enough, we'll stop storming the field because it won't be a big deal when we win. I do find it odd that uh, Tuesday Iowa State gets fined $25,000 and Thursday they announced they've bought an XM radio station. Like Maybe that was down payment money for the Big 12. <laughs> Like, yeah. Like connecting those dots at all? Yeah, you never know. You never know. I wonder how that's going to be received. Would you guys ever listen to the Big 12 Sirius XM station? Probably not. See, because I think that, like, and I haven't heard it, so I don't know. I think that any more fans will avoid the official stuff because they think it's like PR. Yep. I don't know. I just I sense that. You're probably right with that. I, I wouldn't listen. Un but. Unless it's like a coach's show or something where you know like what you're, you know. Like I yeah. listen to the the one on Monday nights because I want to hear what Campbell has to say. Yeah. Like, but like I'm just saying like so will will the guy who's hosting those shows ever be critical of a Big 12 team? Mm. You know what I mean? No, probably not. I don't know. Like who's paying him? Is it the Big 12 paying him? Uh, is it a media company? I don't know. It's kind of like yeah. it reminds me of – you know, when you're paid by someone and you're a shill, can you be negative of them? I think of someone like Rich Eisen, who is employed by the NFL Network. Can he be critical of the NFL when Goodell screws up? Is he critical? I think he is somewhat. You know, it just depends. If you want to come across as honest, Yeah. you kind of need to do some of those things. Having been in that spot, I mean, being on the Cyclone Radio Network, like a lot of it just comes down to relationships, though. Like, I... I have a relationship with all those coaches and stuff where it's just like, I'm just going to be fair. Yeah. But if you lose 66 to nothing, I'm not going to go on there and say you should get a raise. Yeah. Like in most most coaches I found in like Pollard 
if you're just honest and you're consistent and you are who you are, like they respect that and they like that more than yeah a total shill. My like, like John Walters though he has a different job than me. His his literal job is to promote Iowa State athletics. Agreed. Have you seen the movie The Big Short? No. It's really good, and this has nothing to do with my actual question to you, but there's a line in that. Nick, have you seen that movie? I saw it you know, a couple of years ago. It's fantastic. Ago. Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling's in that, and his character, or in that movie, his character has a line where he's really excited, and he says, I'm jacked. I'm jacked to the tits. That's just his line. Seems inappropriate. So my question to you, because you spent some time, I assume, one-on-one with Coach Campbell, this week, like you I've, normally do? I have not. We talked on Sunday, but, okay. but he's out recruiting and there's bye weeks. Good, good enough. Good enough. My question to you was, how Jack to the tits was Coach Campbell this week after that Man, big win? He just, like, he's so, like, he's kind of the same guy after you lose to Iowa and after you beat West Virginia. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm not kidding. He did mention, we were he we just texted. like Yeah. He did mention how he thought the crowd was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I would agree. I thought that was the coolest crowd. That and the TCU game last year, the best crowds I've ever seen yeah. at Trice. Just like hanging on every play. Yeah. You know, it's a reaction type crowd, like a angry crowd, which I like. Yep. Like, what I is- don't know. Like, I thought those two crowds stand out to me. I can't say one was better than the other, but they were fantastic. What do you think um, the difference, if any, is the night game versus the day game because you've been on record you like one better than the other but from the fan perspective from how fired up they get from the I noise, think night games are better why do you think that is i don't think it's as simple as well they've been drinking all day is it just something about literally it's just it just feels different in the stadium why don't you guys answer that you're the ones that are yelling it's the prime time thing and you've had like Maybe you've been drinking or you haven't been drinking all day, but you've been talking Iowa State football yeah. the entire day. You're more amped up. You're just, you're, the anticipation has built up the entire day instead of since 5 o'clock in the morning. I, I don't even know if it's something as simple as, as uh, you know, obviously it goes without saying because it's dark outside. The lighting's different in the stadium. The, the the boards that are flashing things are easier to see. They can't, you know, everyone's holding up their cell phone lights. You know, those things you don't get at the daytime. You, you lose some of that. I, I, I completely agree. Now, with that being said, I don't want a lot of more night games. I prefer I prefer day games. To me, college football feels like it should be p- played in the day. I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm not a big fan. Maybe too well. It's colder. I like the- <laughs> clearly <laughs> as well. I don't like cold games. The two thirty kick is perfect. Yeah, if every kick could be a two thirty kick, that would be ideal, don't you think? Um, yeah, I don't have any problem with that at all. Um, but Wait, have we had a two thirty kick this year? I don't, I don't know. Think so. Our next one's at 11. I was going to ask you, too. Um, I thought you mentioned this. So we played at Texas, what, three weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks? Uh, November 17th. Oh, that's late. Um, Road trip. Is that one on the Longhorn Network? Yes. And only Yes. the Longhorn Network? Who gets that here locally? Anybody? Uh, you, you can get it on Dish. Um, I think DirecTV has it now. As part of the regular package, I don't know if it's the regular package, but you could just always upgrade for a day. And, All right. Um, I have Dish, and it's on the regular. Like I, I get it every week. I don't ever watch it. Sometimes I'll watch Herman's show just to laugh at him. As we get closer to that game, for those that think I can't get it, I'll be revealing my internet tricks on how exactly they can get it. <laughs> You're gonna tell them how to steal it? Sure. Yeah. 
there's like a misconception out there. A lot of Iowa State fans are like, oh, I'm not giving them a dime. Those bastards. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm like not, not going to buy the game. I'm Texas not gonna... gets paid annually by ESPN. It does not matter. They don't it, – It has. No, it's not like Cyclones TV where you're giving money directly the to – The checks have been written already. Yeah. The, the ESPN the owns that network. Texas doesn't own it. Texas yeah. owns the rights, which they sold to ESPN. Did they do that right away after forming it? Or had it been a few yeah, years? Yeah, no. I mean, they wouldn't have ever done it in the first place. Yeah. Do you hate the fact that they have their own network? No. That just seems pretentious. It doesn't bother me at all. How come the Sooners don't have one? They do, but it's just not. Nobody knows about it's it. It's just like Cyclones TV. It's just smaller. Like, yeah. Oklahoma makes a lot of money on their network, though. West Virginia makes a lot of money on their network. Kansas State has a nice network. Does Iowa State make a lot of money on their uh, network? I've asked around. It, it sounds like they make. I mean, it's Iowa State kind of invented theirs less for financial purposes, but more to like house women's basketball games and um, yeah. you know to promote those programs. Yeah. Um. But I, I've been told in the past that they make roughly around a million dollars a year on it. More than I would think. Um, do you guys care to break down? We're way early on this. So the breaking news today was the fact that Iowa State's schedule for next yeah, season I, is I, out. I think we need to break it down, go by wins and losses, and predict the 2019 season. Well, Brock Purdy will win the Heisman. <laughs> Let's start there. Okay. Let's um, go game by game here. All right. Here we go. So I got to give me a second while I pull this up. Um, I'm spelling 13 and now I haven't even looked yet. Yeah, at what at what point in the season do we get the the serious playoff talk going? That's that's the real question. Well, for next yeah, year, or this year, but well, yes, yeah. this year we're out because we've got the three losses. But next year it's wide open. No, you didn't even say that the other day. You said, well, yeah, the losses would still matter. But you said that if we were to win out, we'd likely be in the championship game. You win the championship game. You make the argument for the playoffs. Now, no. again, probably not with three losses. You can't do it with three losses. Well, it depends on what everyone else has. Yeah, it's not going to happen. At that time. Stop it, Mark. All right, here we go. Next year. Uh, we open with you and I. Win. It's, yes, we will easily beat you and I. Nick? Yeah, win. Okay. All right. These, They're beating Iowa next the year. The Suckeyes come into town. Two weeks later, um, that is a win. Campbell has to beat him at some point, right? That's next year. Is the incredible Nate Stanley going to go pro? That's the real question. Hell no, dude. That, oh, then that's a win. Okay, yeah, he'll be back. All right. <laughs> game, game number game number three is versus uh, University of Louisiana Monroe. Paul, look at Pollard buying the win. I love it. At this home. One of the first times we've ever seen Iowa State do this, where you just secure the win and just pay a team a bunch of money. to. I think they're paying them like 800 k I love it. That's a win. Tuggy time just ended, by the way. Guy just walked past our that's window. A, that's a win, but they don't cover. He looked cover. awfully relaxed. Yeah. They're, they're not going to cover whatever the spread is in that game. Okay. That's a win, though. So, Iowa State is 3-0, and heading into a trip uh, to Waco, Texas. Win. At Baylor. 4-0. <laughs> I agree with the analysis. It's thorough analysis. Yep, yep. We got them a 4-0. We return to Ames to play and beat TCU. Yep, that's a win. Five and zero, and then you know now the playoff talk starts. Five and zero, okay. Five and zero, October twelfth. You have wins uh, over top twenty-five TCU in Iowa. All right, oh, yeah. we we travel to West Virginia. After that, at five and zero, that's tough. Um, well, Greer's gone. Win. Yep, win. Yeah, Greer is gone, isn't he? 
Uh, we, I agree. We own West Virginia. Didn't you watch that game? I did. I did watch it. We'll only be better next year. That game's going to beat them twice. All right. So now we're six and zero. We're six and zero. We're heading to Texas Tech. Uh, it's Texas Tech, so we That's win that game. That's a win. I agree. Yep. It's just like yeah. every year. Kingsbury may not even be there. We're now seven and zero, and we're also in the uh, top ten in the country. All right. All right. We return home to play Oklahoma State. They're garbage. Oh, that's a win. They just lost to K-State badly. Well, they're going to have that freshman quarterback playing next year. He's pretty good, but that's still a win. All right. So we're 8-0. Yeah. A home game, that's a win for sure. No question, 8-0. Then we travel to Oklahoma. We got at Oklahoma. We're 8-0. That's the championship game right there. Oklahoma's <laughs> likely about 3-5 and five at this point. So is wh- is Lincoln Riley still coaching Oklahoma, or is he with the Cowboys yet? I don't He's know. going to the Browns, I thought. Saw that yesterday, too. So, Oklahoma has a yet-to-be-named quarterback playing this day because it's not uh, Mr. Murray. I'll, I'll say they're, this one's a toss-up. They're looking ahead to Texas as well, so it's, it's kind of a trap yep. game. All right, so we're 8-0-1 at this point. We've tied this we're one. Tied. We're, we're, okay. not, we're not sure what happens. That's a deal. Then we return home for a two-game stretch. We play Texas. Oh, that's a win. At home. At home, we'll get them at home. Uh, plus, is, they could uh, be guess what? Loaded no, guess year. what? This is November sixteenth. Oh, so we at get home. a pie. No, at home. So this is cold. It's it, cold. Has Texas ever come to Ames in November? Uh, I heard. I heard this was a rumor, and obviously not a true one. That when they were doing all this, should we keep the Big Twelve alive? Whatever. It was agreed that Texas never has to come to us that late in the year. I don't believe that that's that Texas. Well, clearly based on this, that is not true. Yeah, I don't believe that ever happened. But Texas, um, they're not going to want to get off the bus. No, to that's come a play. Win. So that's that's, that's a, a very, that's a valid point. So that's nine. That's nine zero and one. Then we play Kansas. That's ten and zero. Yeah, that, that'll be a struggle. You watch that game will be a struggle, but they'll, they'll pull it out. We end uh, we end the season we end the season in in what will be called a really cold game, November thirtieth at K State. Uh, that we'll get screwed by the refs in that game. That's a loss. So we're ten is one. Bill, is the vampire there though? Like that's gonna that could matter. change a lot. So we're looking yeah, at right. we're looking at no matter what happens. If the vampire's gone, there's no way that it's a yeah. ten or eleven win season. Yeah, worst case scenario, eleven and one next year. And we're looking at twelve and zero. Twelve and go to the yeah. Big Twelve championship. Twelve and zero is very possible. Almost probably likely at this point. Two bye weeks next year. Two bye weeks. So the next question is Vegas. Vegas twenty nineteen. I'm verbally committed, and I'm, I'll sign the letter of intent if it's in November. So no, that would put us at November second. Yep. I'm in. Oh, do they really? Oh. Oh, man. It's going to be November 2nd then. If Iowa and Iowa State both have bye weeks, let's go. Yeah. It's like the stars have aligned. I might just take that whole week am, off. Am I the one that preferred it though, when they had away games? Because then you could at least bet on your teams still. Yeah, and I know. there's something worth watching. Let's get creative. And I guess man. we'll just be drinking all day Saturday. You got the NBA. You got the NBA to bet. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I will – I will uh, – we're going to book it. Now the question becomes, when does Southwest release, release their November 2019 flights? Let's get them all booked. They're usually, what, four months out, five months out? Yeah, five or six or so. Five but s- it, it seems like they, I don't think they changed year I'm gonna to believe, year. Really. I'm going to believe Williams is going when I see that uh, ticket. Dude, I'll, I'll buy the ticket now. Let's go. If, there's, if both teams have bye weeks, like my work obligations are next to nothing. Perfect. All right. That's always the problem. It's not that I don't. You, you think, Mark? Do you think that I don't want to go to Las Vegas? I don't know about you, man. You're you're not duck. 
I, I mean, am an odd duck. You know? <laughs> I can't deny that. It's it's hard to, to pin you down a little bit. I know you allegedly like betting on some games, so I, I think that'd be fun. Well, I don't know who you're talking about. Have you have you been bet. to Vegas before? No, never. Oh, a virgin. Are you serious? Never been. A virgin. I like taking virgins to Vegas. That's nice. That's nice. I've uh, never been. What would you want to do or see there? Anything on your on Just your bucket list? Sports books. Do you want to hook up with uh, Musburger while we're out there? I don't really care. I just want to go to the sports book. You want to you want to hear some stories? We'll visit many sports books. I, that's all I want to do. We got to go I to don't. South Point where Musburgers hold yes. up. I don't care to see anything. I just want to go to sports book. There's nothing there to see. Everything that you I want to go to a good buffet. Just, I'm going to warn you ahead of time. There's an Eiffel Tower there. It's not the real one. Yeah, I don't even care. Like that's the thing. Like I there's nothing in Vegas for me other than the sports book. What, I, else, I, is, what else is? I'm in not going to play anything else. Golden Knights. I have a home game. Yeah, I don't, we, I don't need to do if that. If we can get comp tickets for that, though, come on. Nah. Nick's, Nick's the hockey ref of the group. Good for you, Nick. He could go to that. Yeah, I mean, actually yeah. got a couple big games at uh, Iowa State this weekend. He refs Iowa State uh, hockey games. Ohio University's in town Friday and Saturday. I'll be nice. up there. I didn't know on you On the did lines. That. Yeah. If you're if you're going to the well, Iowa State. That's a good time up there. Where yeah. where do they play that game at? The Just the Ames? The right? Ames Ice, or, uh, yeah, Ice Arena. Rink. All right. So right if any of you are going to the game this weekend, Iowa State versus Ohio. Ohio. Yes. And you see the ref blowing calls out there. That might be Nick. Throw your beer right at him. The, Can you uh, drink there? No. How many refs well, are out there at once? Not. There's one ref, two linesmen. Okay. And you're the ref? I'm a linesman. Oh, you're a linesman. Yeah. How do they identify you? Do you wear something different? I do not have orange on my sleeves. You're the only one that doesn't have orange? I'm one of two guys that don't have orange. Do you know how to skate? Orange. Sort of. 50-50. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Like, I don't know how to skate. What's going on here? He just runs around. All right. Do we want to talk about the game that actually happened this past week at all? Or no? I, I'm I'm good on it. I, I mean, I feel like I've talked about it a lot. Are we, it's uh, up to you guys. I mean, I can certainly go back. We're fantastic now. Is that the gist of it? Elite defense. It is really good defense. Yeah. That defensive line, man, it it's straight eggplant every time. <laughs> I mean, I just uh, I love watching that D-line play. Eggplant emoji. Oh, uh, and as they're all back next year. You probably watched the game three or four times because you're sick like that. Yeah, I've watched it three times. Okay, so um, give me the Cliff Notes version of how we got our pressure. We got seven sacks. He was running for his life all night long. Were we doing that with linebackers with just three D linemen? Dude, what were we doing? We mixed it up. Yeah. I mean, they were bringing safeties. They brought a corner. They were bringing linebackers. Like, they just absolutely mixed it up. So, histor- historically, they, not big blitzers, but you're saying we were. We were, we were bringing oh, a lot. Yeah, we brought a lot of pressure, and the guys up front did a killer job, too. Like, they were constantly blowing their dudes. Like, Jaquan Bailey was an absolute madman in that game. Yeah. So, then when you when you got one guy – and Wazirike was blowing dudes up. Like I mean, it, it was a, it was the men and the boys. Now, what do we take away from the fact that we did all of that damage without Lima even being out there? You take away from it. There's a lot more de- like, deep. really good depth than we thought. We I, Jamal Johnson like was is very good. Like you knew that the guy yeah. who spells Lima could do it. But like I was concerned about like when he's not in there, yeah. how does it go? And then those boys came in and we had a freaking true freshman, Isaiah Lee who looked great, and then a redshirt freshman and Tucker Robinson, and he, he was fantastic too. Like the, I didn't realize how deep they were. Yeah. I knew that they had a backup capable of playing just fine. I didn't realize those other boys were as good as they were. So our next game is Tech? Yes. 
they're good. Any chance? I mean, obviously we want to see the exact same thing we just saw. What is the early prediction on a game that's more than a week away? So I went ahead and um, got point spreads for the rest of the games. I saw that, yeah. Did you read that? Yeah. Yeah, so I've got us at about a five or a six-point favorite. Who did you talk to for that? There's a um, a subscription that a friend of mine has that it's basically a, a, a former odds maker, like, puts out like a newsletter yeah. every week and it has the formula on how and now this is how this is his numbers yeah but he's putting odds on all these games every week and he, it, it's really interesting like each team gets a number and that number changes throughout the season based on how you're performing mm-hmm. and like bama's was minus 22 yeah. which is insane yeah so that means that like over a standard team which is a zero or what i, I don't know yeah they would be a 22 point favorite okay um, and then every home field has a number, mm-hmm. right? So Iowa State's number was like a four, okay. I think. Iowa's a three, so they're like right next to each other. Yep. Um, and then you you just you just play the math game for all the remaining games, which is incredibly interesting. Uh, in that Vegas, and you, you always say at the end of the day, it's the money that really does the real talking on things. Vegas says Iowa State and Iowa are very similar teams. Yeah. And they did in week two as well. I mean, yeah. that line was, what, six or whatever? It was lower than that. But, yeah, and it went down to that. I mean, cause you, you factor in the Kinnick deal, and, I mean, they're pretty much the same on a neutral field. Yeah. That would have been the case then, too. Yeah. You know, Iowa was a slight edge, and they had a slight advantage because they had played the week before. So, Iowa State's going to be a favorite against Tech. Um, obviously, Tech – it's considered, although I'm not sure of this. I've seen them play a couple times. You think of Texas Tech, you think very high scoring, high powered offense. Uh, did you watch the TCU game? Yeah. Uh, their defense. I, I, I don't look at them as world beaters. Their defense is better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, their defense is good, um, the, and, and it's proven that. I want to say this though: TCU is messed up offensively. Yeah. That's a game I wouldn't touch this weekend. Is the TCU. If if so, I think I may even play Oklahoma. Yeah, minus eight right now. Yeah, just because TCU is a total mess. Their quarterback looked like trash in that game. Yeah, last week. It, it's a bad deal. So like, I, you can't. I don't think we should go and crown Tech's defense as the next mm-hmm. Purple People Eaters. Well, Tech's defense is the better. same defense that gave up twenty eight points against West Virginia in the first quarter of that game. I mean, they were getting housed. We were cashing our ticket. Oh yeah, we were. God. We that still did. A, we still did catch that. That was again. a nerve-wracking game for gamblers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think Tech is better than most Iowa State fans probably have in their heads. But they've got a problem with their quarterback deal because their kid's hurt and they've got this running guy in there. And I just, like, I'll put my my faith in John Haycock to whip something up to mess with that guy. It feels like, it, it, it feels like it's our game to lose. Yeah, I would agree. I would if, it, if that opens at minus five, I would play Iowa State. And it's nice because it's Purdy's not. It's not. Yes, it's his first road start. Yeah, but it's not. He got most of the game at Oklahoma State. My guess is that'll be a higher spread than five. All right, all right. I'm guessing Iowa State by a touchdown. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if it'll go that high, but I'm I'm fully on the Iowa State bandwagon. See, this is why you can never lose faith in your head coaches. You know, they're gonna they're gonna get it together. It's like I was always on that Rhodes bandwagon. Yeah, you know. I feel like this is a game where you really kind of 
can see or you should be able to see the culture change, right? Like this is a game where we, you'd win a big game and then you'd go and lose to somebody you yeah. shouldn't in the past. Like this is a game you expect to win, going, you should win. You, you see take that care culture change. It's it's just proof that it's it's actually working. Yeah, it's uh, it was a huge win last week. There's no question about it. Um, do you guys have any locks that you want to share, Nick? You go on the radio each week and give out a lock. Williams has been I don't have mine yet. hotter than donut grease lately. Yeah, I have so, a, I I have a very set regimen that I'm doing right now on these locks. Yeah. I just do my standard weekly you know reading and all that stuff and on Friday mornings like I lock myself in my office and 3 hours all I do is crunch numbers. So you have you have nothing. You have nothing right now. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I no, I don't. I'll do it tomorrow morning about 6 is when I'll start. Do you want to go some gut feels right now? Sure. All right. I don't even know what the game is. Maryland are. at Iowa minus nine and a half. <sighs> Maryland's pesky, Every, dude. I every, would take Maryland. Everybody in that keeps game. saying to play Maryland. I would roll with Iowa at this point. Iowa's so good up front on defense. I would I would take Iowa. Everybody keeps saying take Maryland. All the experts are so, saying. So so let me ask you this real quick, and you maybe didn't I watch the game, Iowa. but was Maryland, Texas in week one a complete anomaly? No. Texas like I don't know. I think that they just people realize it's only Tom's second year. Yeah. Think about how long it took Campbell to, like, where people were confident in him. Yep. You know, there's just a lot of, like, new guys still, and they're working stuff out, and we, we've learned Maryland's not that bad, right? So I think te- I think it was more indicative of Texas than anything, and they they used that first game. I mean, Iowa, Iowa State looked like absolute dog crap in its first game this year, and look at them now. Yeah. Right? So I, I think it was a lot to do with that. Yeah. And I – there's – other than Iowa State and Iowa, there's no team I watch closer than Texas. And I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable about that team. Yep. They're legit. Like, I really believe they're legit. Now watch them go out and <laughs> lose next week. Yeah. All right, Nick, what else you got? Uh, Michigan minus seven at Michigan State. Michigan. Oklahoma minus eight at TCU. Oklahoma. I hate eight's like, an ugly number. It is. God, that Michigan like, line though, like that's a rivalry game. It's in East Lansing. I hate laying seven. touchdown spreads there. I don't know about that. I kind of want. I'd much rather lay seven than eight, though. Yeah, eight's terrible. Yeah. In, but does Oklahoma have a? They have to stomp everybody on the the rest of the way of the year, or through the rest of the year to uh, making. I, kind of noise, I really right? like Oklahoma <laughs> in that spot. The more I think about it. Yeah. TCU just looked completely disorganized last week. Yep, uh, Alabama minus twenty eight and a half at Tennessee. Uh, I would go Tennessee. What's the first game. half line? That's what you play. I mean, ten- Tennessee just won a game. Who they beat? Someone they shouldn't have. Yeah. Did you know that? Bama so now no, Auburn. Now they're up didn't for they the just win down. at Auburn? Yeah, Tennessee just beat Auburn, right? Yeah, they did. Twenty-eight and a half point dogs at home, dude. Bama, like Vegas, can't find spreads enough for them right now. <sighs> Bama's unreal. Did you see their quarterback? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure about first half. Tua. Point. I call him Tua. Tua. Bama is unbeaten. Twenty-one, twenty-one touchdowns, no interceptions this yeah. year. Bama's unbeaten in the first half against the spread. Are they? I think Tennessee kind of let it all go last weekend. So Alabama over under that's at fifty-six and a half. Over again, I think Alabama's going to score. 57 points. I would play the over on that. That might be one of my locks. That does seem Oh, sorry. That that does seem low. Yeah. Because Tennessee will score. They'll score something at some point. Even if they score 14, you know, Bama 
No one's been able to stop them. Not even, not even get close to stopping them. They're doing anything that they want to do. It's ridiculous. What are you guys looking at this? Minnesota at Nebraska. Nebraska minus four. You've got to take Minnesota in that game. You might end up being wrong, but how in the world do you take Nebraska at 0-6 minus four against a team that's so decent? You know, I told you about that little cheat sheet that I had. Yeah. Nebraska is still valued quite well. Which is scary. Do you think the way they lost last weekend will affect how they played this weekend? Or is it more of a moral victory? Like, hey, it's coming together. We're getting close. I'm always, I, think, I think you may be on to something, Nick. I don't think Minnesota's terrible. No, though. I think no. Minnesota's getting better. Ross laughed at me for saying that yesterday. So I how really do you, think they're getting better. So how do you give an 0-6 team four points? It's. I would take the points. I think you have to. I would take the points. They either lose or maybe they do win, but it's close. I One, wouldn't two, be three, like four. super confident in no. that. I think that, this is the game where they get over the hump and then they yeah. they win by seven. Think so? Yeah. <sighs> At home, like that yeah. crowd is just dying for something. I wouldn't bet They're that. Will game. Yeah, I would but not I don't bet that game. What's the number on that game? I just don't know. O and six have fans. Oh, well, clearly they've probably already lost heart in this season. Do they fill the place still? Or does the crowd start to get a little light at 0-6 against Minnesota? No, they'll still be. I guess ready, there's nothing else. They're ready for their first win. Uh, 54 over under there. Uh, I like the over. I like the one in Bama a lot better. I, I like the over in that game, though, if I had to. fifty. What was that, 56 and a half in Bama's yeah. game? Yep. Eight touchdowns, man. That's I think not some that places many. have that up to 57 and a half, but I still think it's going over 60. Yeah. Uh, the last one, this is my favorite, Oregon at Washington State. Washington State minus three. Oh man, Oregon, the coach up there. Oregon is still back. They're they're gonna they're gonna win by by ten. They're gonna win by double digits. I'd probably take Oregon in that game. Or what was it? Oregon what? Washington State minus three. Washington State. Yeah. What have they done? I haven't followed anything with Washington State. I don't know. I'd probably take Oregon in that. Though. You don't know what your boy Leach is up to. I mean, there? I've been watching them, but the, it, it hasn't been anything gaudy by any means. It's not like they have like these huge wins that they've notched. Yeah. Yeah, they lost at USC. What did Oregon do last week? They beat, they beat um, Washington, Washington in overtime. Yep. That's right. Yeah, it'd be hard to take. Yeah, go get, go uh, run Oregon. down real quick, Nick, if you could pull up what Washington State, who they've beaten this year. I feel like it hasn't been. Well, they had that uh, opening win against Portland State. That was a good one. And uh, I don't know. I'm just making it up. Maybe they did play. Uh, it was Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. Okay. And they, uh, they beat Wyoming, Eastern Washington, they beat Utah. Utah's good. Uh, I can't even figure out the order of this. Uh, San Jose, they uh, they shut out. USC beat Washington State, and then they uh, they beat Oregon State, fifty six thirty seven. Yeah, I I like Oregon in that game. Give them the Ducks. But they got game day. It'll be an intense crowd. Is that? I was just looking. Is that? It's up there. Yeah, it's in the for middle the of first nowhere. Time ever. What did you think of the uh, tweet that uh, Bear from ESPN put out? I saw that. About Iowa State. And Kirk kind of gave it a second there as well. Yeah, Kirk said that would be awesome. Do do we think it's a possibility for uh, next year, Iowa State-Iowa? Game day comes to town? No. <laughs> no. When's it going to happen, If they man? both win out. Well, that that would be what would be interesting. Like, I think that it, a lot has to happen before. That's not a game with national appeal. Maybe Texas next year. Because Texas, late in the year, as we pointed out, and if they're both like eight and one or 
Yeah, those game day guys, though, they don't like the cold. They're going to go somewhere south when it comes to November. They're going to find some SEC games. I think to if, if push on. comes to shove, they probably prefer somewhere warm. They probably, probably do. But I think that they, they also have made a point to get to these places they haven't been to. Yeah. They're clamoring for Ames, Iowa. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they need some Hickory Park. I mean, it's my birthplace, but uh, I don't know if it's a place anyone's clamoring for. I think so. these guys are. Be nice. Hopefully, we get Corso. I think he's getting close to retirement, man. Yeah, he might be. Watch it now. He's got Lou Holtz sure. disease. All right, we got sure. anything else this week, Nick? No, that's the, all. That's the, all. The, those the, are the games that intrigue. Those Nick, are the did, key games. Nick, did you have a lock that you wanted to throw out there? Like your lock? If, my, if I'm picking a lock, it's going. With, I'm going with Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, interesting. I don't mind that actually. That's the, that's not a bad. That's not a. They're clearly better. Yeah. Than Washington State. It's just. Yeah, I, I'm really intrigued by that. Um, Nebraska over and the Alabama over. I need to do some real jump all re- jump all over it, man. I need to do some real research on those. Yeah, well, we decided the date November second, Vegas. That's where we're going. So, I'm in. Williams, you've heard it here. He's committed. I'm in. He's pot committed. You can book flights into June at this point, so we got a we got a few months. We got to, we got a ways to go. For, he's got a few months to back out yet. <laughs> the real question is, uh, will Adam Gray be joining us? He's he's also said that he's in. So, Does well, that change your Yeah, if Gray's then, coming, then I don't that, know. And also, uh, Ryan Grove is supposed to be making the trip nice. this year, too. So. Ryan Grove will sell you a house in Ames. He will. He will. Um, Do a damn good job at that. I just tried to hook him up with a lead yesterday, in fact. I said, someone needs to sell a house up in Ames. And I said, you need to talk to Ryan Grove about these things. So, uh, yeah, Ryan is at Hunziker. Did it work? I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but we're trying. So, yeah, Ryan Grove, if you need to sell anything in uh, – the uh, metropolis of Ames or Nevada, uh, Boone, Story City, Gilbert. Uh, what else is up there? Kelly. How about Kelly? Kelly? Oh, Kelly's a good town. Don't forget about Kelly. We almost moved to Kelly once. Um, you made the right call. Seriously. Yeah. There's a little house there. And There's nothing there. It, it was a POS. Yeah. And the, the house was like 40 grand or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and welcome to Kelly. We. It was out in the middle of nowhere, which is exactly what I wanted Yep. This would have been my first ha- home, and I I almost pulled the trigger, and then I realized, like, how many things were wrong with it and, yeah. and how much I was going to put into it and how much that I would not be able to get back. I think you made the right call on that one. So, yeah, if you need to buy a crappy house in Kelly, call Ryan Grove. He's your guy <laughs> to help you with that, and he's going to Vegas with us next year. So that's all I got, man. Enjoy the bye week. I'm going down to God's country. Are you? Yep. Shittily D time? Yeah, indeed. Um, got the the boys. We're gonna watch some games there on Saturday night. Should we do at the bar? Where else? Nice. You should probably post some pictures. I'll post some shittily D pictures for you. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. The we're just debating if we're gonna let the kids come or not. No, I don't want that. Probably not. But they make a mean Shirley Temple for the children. Yeah, nice. I'm jealous. I am. Yeah, I'm going down there. Um, everybody's harvesting though, so it's gonna be really tough to see a lot of people. Yeah, that old harvest time. I'll tell you what, I'll be busy out there too. Don't mock, <laughs> don't mock the people who feed us, Mark. I'm not mocking them. It's just not what I do. I'm flipping a house though, so. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, good. It's getting drywalled today, and it's uh coming al- coming along. Speaking of POSs, that that's a POS that we're turning into uh, a little gym, a little diamond in the rough. So uh, after it's all said and done, after we get it done and we sell it. I'll come on here and I'll, I'll tell everyone exactly how it went so they can know if this flipping thing might be for them or not. 
So I'll, my wife I'll reveal really the details. Interested in that sort of business? I think people always want to know what you buy it for, what you sell it for, how much money did you make, etc. I'll yeah. re- I'll reveal all on an upcoming podcast. It's going to reveal everything. Uh, everything. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for your time, guys. Hey, Nick, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Later, guys. Have a great weekend.